Hello and welcome to the Purpose Devo podcast. My name is Natalie, your host for today, and I'll be bringing you another episode of the Purpose Devotionals podcast segment. And today I'm going to be talking about who am I? Now it's who are you, but it's who are we in Christ ultimately. Before I get started, don't forget to check out the Purpose Devotionals website where I have numerous written blogs. I have all the other podcasts listed on there. Do check it out. There's so many encouraging messages there. And I think that nowadays we all need something to encourage us, to remind us that we're not walking on this journey alone, that there are suitable things that are online that can support us and scriptures based on scripture that is so important that can really support us in our walk um, in Christ so do check out the purpose devotionals.com and without further ado I'm gonna start um, Heavenly Father I pray that you bless my voice you bless everyone that is listening today and I pray that this message is conveyed across to everyone that is supposed to hear it and everyone that it's supposed to bless in the name of Jesus I pray amen Okay, so as I mentioned earlier, this is titled, Who Am I? Now, the reason why I titled it this way is because it's there's a lot of things happening in today's uh, world where everyone's coming out with their own identity and self-identifying themselves, or even saying that, you know, I was always like this, so um, now I'm just, you know, um, proud or whatever. And I think that it's essentially important because I think that the reason why people are coming out that way is because um, society has always identified what is uh, deemed uh, attractive, what is deemed um, beautiful, what is deemed the right uh, look, um, the right clothes to wear. And it's very much where everyone was just following. Just, uh, I always say there's, there's a small group of people somewhere who knows whether they're in the basement or in a penthouse and they're just deciding on okay this is the new trend and this is what the you know the shops are going to uh, perpetrate so you've got all this high-end stores that are now perpetrating certain wear certain clothes that now everybody will see and are exposed to and it, and it may not just be the high street uh, superstores it could even be on the catwalks they see a model wearing or even a celebrity wearing a certain outfit where you're like oh wow she looks great in that I think this is the new fashion let me go buy something like that because I think I will look the same and um and obviously things like that is very dangerous because you know people especially the younger ones you know if you're a teen or you know you're in early adulthood where you're thinking well I don't look like that I don't look like that celebrity I don't have her hair or I don't have uh, her body shape you know and I think that most of us don't actually consider that that person may have actually gone and purchased all these things so and we may actually not even consider that that person may not actually be as happy as you may think so just because someone's on instagram posting things that you know them on in a sunshine in a bikini and smiling it doesn't mean that they actually live in their best life they could be shown a portion of their life just so people show them the likes or show them an appreciation which in turn gives them a validation that yeah you know what i'm still current you know i'm still popular i'm still that it girl or that it guy and i think that most of us you know sometimes we can get fooled by all of that and and i think it's it's extremely dangerous to get fooled by that because they may not be living that life so if you find out that you're you know the 
person that you admire the most is not living the life that you assumed they were, what are you going to do then? That means you've put all your hope on a person just to find out that they're just not what you thought they were or that physique was something that they paid I don't know 20 grand for or those lips that they purchased it's your it could even be a thing of like without makeup they don't look anything like that you know and it's not a bash on those people because these people could actually be going through things themselves everyone has their own issues which is why it's important for us not to just follow (laughs) and not ask any questions and yeah so I just thought it was really essential for me to really open with that script with not even the scripture but open with that statement that we need to really test the spirit who are we admiring who do we feel like is beautiful and that we should look like no look at yourself you yourself are beautiful right and I always use this term when I talk about um when God formed man and woman, you know, he formed everything and he said, it's good, it's good, it's good. He said everything was good. The only thing that he said was not good was for man to be alone. So that means when he formed the man, it was good. He formed the woman, it was good. He didn't, nothing was said like, oh, you know, Adam didn't say anything like, oh, she's too short or her hair's not long enough or her hair doesn't look like this or, you know, her lips are too small or anything like that. He he accepted it because he was like, wow, because everything God created was good and we need to also see ourselves like that that what God created in us original form is good and we don't need to tamper with it we don't need to um, compare ourselves to someone that someone else may find attractive we don't need to compare ourselves we are unique in ourselves and um, what's also important in and what I've also noticed is that in Psalm 139 you know lots of people always quote this where David is talking to God and he and he says he's fearfully and wonderfully made let me quote that um, so it's verse so it's Psalm 139 verse 13 and I think I'll read 14 as well for you created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful I know that full well so you see what's essential about that scripture is that David says I know that You have to know it. You have to know that what God created in you is unique. What God created in you is amazing. Now, it's not walking around thinking that, you know what, I'm perfect. I don't need any work on myself. If you need to, I don't know, work out, um, you can do that, right? We're trying to be our best selves spiritually and physically so that we can perform the job that God has purposed us to do beforehand but it's not a thing of um like external things like if I had that job then I'll be happy if I had that man I'll be happy if I had that makeup or those lips these physical outside components when we start focusing on that we completely disregard anything that we may carry internally and we may have something internally that no one else has and we do but because we're so busy focusing on the outside appearance what's internal is almost non-existent and people may you know get to know us a person and think oh she's so attractive on the outside but when you get to know them you know you're like oh a bit rotten and to be honest, I've actually experienced that where, you know, you, you see someone on the outside, you're like, oh, wow. And then you speak to them. There's absolutely nothing there, you know, all on the outside. And it's because they've worked so hard on what's in on the outside in working out and doing all that stuff. And the focus is solely on that, that whatever's internal is just 
you know it's empty you know and I think that I strongly believe that when you work on what's internal it shines through to the outside so it just kind of spreads because of the goodness of God and that is essentially from the word of God I think that mentally what's helped me and I believe that strongly is reading the word of God because it shows me who I am and how God loves me that's why it says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free how do you know something it's through his word how do you know the father how do you know the son it's through his word how do you get faith it's through his word and when we focus on those components when we focus on those things that's when we get more confident and we don't start relying on society on someone on the street whether they tell you that oh wow you look really attractive or oh wow you're pretty or wow like your hair or this is pretty or you have a nice figure we don't rely on that we actually rely on who God says we are who God says I am and you have value right like why would he send his son to die for your sins if you had no value that means you have value but you just need to tap into it you need to know exactly what value you have and what value you carry in Christ and essentially that's what's going to set you free you know and um yeah and like the topic I started off with when we're talking about body dysmorphia and we hear celebrities talking about body dysmorphia and you look at the person you're like well you know the pictures you're posting doesn't show that you have body dysmorphia but yet you've come out and said you do now is all are all those plastic surgeries that you are making it's not doing it because if you've had so much plastic surgery and you still come out and say you've got body dysmorphia that means that is not the answer you know it's like a you know people keep quoting Einstein when he said that like you know you know craziness insanity is like you know when you keep doing the same thing and you you think of you expect a different result and it's true you know you have to be very result you know have a result in the mind you know just be result based when it comes to things like that has it worked has me living my life the way I have been been working for me what has it gained it has it just made me or left me empty inside or am I actually growing as a person or am I actually working in the purpose of what God has called me and I think these are questions that we really need to ask ourselves and we're probably not because we're just following you know the pack and we're following whoever this group is this small group probably it's about four or five of them maybe in a basement or in a penthouse sitting there making decisions and saying now we're going to make people do this or now this is a new trend and then everyone's just following without asking any questions about what exactly is being propagated and that's so dangerous because you can easily follow someone over a cliff you know so um that's really essential to uh, really think about. And another thing I wanted to point out is um, Isaiah. And I really like this scripture because um, it's the point where I feel like God really shows his love for his people. And he really, um, he just shows his heart for his people, even though they were um, strong in sin, but he really shows how much that he loves them. And that's from Isaiah uh, verse, I'm going to read first verse one, and then I'll read uh, verse three to four. So verse one says, but now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. So he has redeemed. Being redeemed means being bought back, purchased. So that means you have value. To be purchased, it means you carry value. Either. You even carry the value. And then um, in 
verses 3 it says for i am the lord your god the holy one of israel your savior i give egypt for your ransom cush and seba in your stead since you are precious and honored in my sight and because i love you i will give you people in exchange for you nations in exchange for your life now if you had no value that wouldn't be the case right so don't base your value on whether someone's treated you nice whether someone likes you whether someone has stayed or left you base it on those words the word of god because ultimately what it says in the word it says heaven and earth will pass away but my word will never pass away. So it says even the earth will be folded like a garment, like it's nothing. But the word of God, that's going to last forever. So that's what matters, right? We, and, but we need to know that. And in order, in order for us to know that, it's through the word of God. And it's through us actually taking it as truth. That is my first point of contact. And, um, and just showing you know the downfalls of not taking the word of god as truth is uh, for example the story of saul uh in first samuel chapter 15 i do encourage you go and read it it's such a it's good all the chapters in the bible are good but this shows you an example of someone that forfeited what they were given by god to taking what they were what man was giving him and he lost it all so at this point um uh samuel the prophet told saul the king of israel get rid of um uh, agag and his people and basically uh what saul ended up doing he you know got rid of his people agag was the king um he got rid of his people and basically left agag the king of the enemy which is the enemy alive and i believe it was the amalekites but do check that out um so then when uh, Samuel said to Saul, what have you done? You haven't followed what the Lord said. So the Lord said to him, get rid of everybody. These are all your enemies. But Saul was like, oh, you know, look at that. They've got good jewelry. They've got good cattle. And then the king, you know, we can bring him and, you know, make him beg a bit, show him that, you know, he's under our power, etc., etc. Who knows? Um, but then it says in verse, um, so chapter, first Samuel chapter 15, verse 24, then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned. I violated the Lord's command and your instructions. I was afraid of the men. And so I gave in to them. You see, and then the response after all that, it says, and he was like to Samuel, uh, come with me and honor me before the elders, etc. And then Samuel said, in verse 26 but Samuel said to him I will not go back with you you have rejected the word of the Lord and the Lord has rejected you as king over Israel so do you see when we reject the word of God or we reject the Lord we're like rejecting like us like good things you know we're like taking in like um opinions and views from measly men you know that doesn't even have the same caliber as the Lord and then we're we're taking that upon ourselves and it said that he gave into men and he admitted that that means he was influenced by people around him and thought that their opinion was higher than god's opinion of or, or god's um or god's command and it was his downfall and he lost the kingdom and you know you may be thinking well my situation isn't as drastic as that but just think about it if something like that can happen because he valued the word of man over god how much more like should we be thinking in ourselves what are we valuing over you know god's opinion of ourselves and should we not be investigating more in the word of god about who we really are 
instead of asking people oh do you think i look good or what do you think or whatever things that doesn't carry any weight it doesn't determine who you are it doesn't determine what you can do you know so this is just a a message i wanted to leave with everyone that may be grappling with issues like that i think at every point in our lives we have maybe grappled with something like that but just to know and be encouraged that you know god loves you and it's not just saying it as like a light thing though he really loves you because if he's given things for your stead like he's made an exchange he's purchased you back from darkness and brought you into his light that means he cares so yeah do delve into that a bit more but that rounds up another episode of the purpose devotionals podcast um do have a nice enjoyable week do check back on the uh, podcast that i'll be uh, following up with later on and also on the blogs that i regularly uh, post on the purpose take care